Yo, 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 what's up? I am Omega, and this is Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. And of course, as always, I'm here with my man, my co-host, Mr. John D. What up, though, young man? How you doing? I was I was getting ready to ask you how you doing, and then again, it's cool you because you know, see, 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 this is every the thing. week. If, every week if, I come in here and if, I try to do it. If nobody recognizes it until you put me on front street, it looks like I made a mistake. Cloud hammers. I'm just saying. Every I was week, interested trying, in knowing how you were doing, but I wanted to ask you first. Hey, but I'm saying I'm number two. It's a part of the introduction. No, we're no, nah, ain't no number two. <laughs> no, no wait, well, you speak a, first, and then I speak second. Right, but you didn't let me finish my first. Well, I heard. A long pause. I thought it was like like was that space? So now I can't breathe. Am I supposed to feel now? That? I can't breathe. Oh man, I'm on. not allowed to breathe. Yes, you're more than welcome to breathe. <laughs> I'm just saying that's not that's that's messed up. I apologize. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll work on that. How how are you doing, my brother? I'm well. I am. Um, yeah. This week I really took not necessarily a break. Okay, but I I started watching um, things that I don't typically watch and catfish. Yeah, that won't happen. 90 Day Fiance. Oh, come on. Son. Seeking Sister Wives. No. Married at First Sight. No, I don't, th- I don't think that can uh, <laughs> help me with my goal right now. Oh, how, uh, Atlanta Housewives, Basketball Wives, whatever. No, what no, no. <laughs> no I, I, I watch podcasts, but I'm just saying. Okay, I got, I got you. Um, you know, I watch podcasts because I want to become an, a more effective communicator so that when people come here, we can lead with intent and purpose so that we can't be misunderstood. Facts. So I use my time throughout the day to try to figure out what I don't like and what I miss so that I don't do that. And I know I still have a lot of uh, areas to improve, but I constantly work. But this week I got into watching grown men go back and forth. When you have one man hmm. uh, is addressing people for disrespecting him in a way you can speak on it oh yeah so so Kwame Brown yeah addressed Stephen A. Jackson and Matt Barnes from All the Smoke which is one of my favorite uh podcasts because I can learn a lot about the players that they bring on and I like other ones also but those two specifically and Gilbert Arenas No Chill at Gil uh, he has a podcast I like his also mm-hmm. and they were all on All the Smoke and you know they had like Little jokes for Kwame Brown because he was the number one pick in like 2001. He was 18 and he didn't develop into what a number one pick. But if you look at it, number one picks do not turn into great pieces. You know what I'm saying? But they made him the joke. Right. Like I can name several other picks that did not develop. And he was in the league for 12 years, but he he was fed up with it. Yeah. And he addressed them. He said some unchoice things. Um I understood what he was saying. He he was very upfront. It was about like you guys are on a platform and you're bashing black men. What kind of example are you setting? And I could understand that. But the problem was I was afraid Stephen A. Jackson and uh Matt Barnes was not going to take the high road. They they took the semi semi high road. Mm-hmm. But Kwame came back and doubled down and uh it's I even put it on this on his YouTube. I said, Hey man. I love your message, but you're making people, you're looking just like them now. And you're going so hard, they look like they're okay now. Right. And I'm just like, 
Dang, like he got he got caught in the mix. I didn't I didn't see it, but I I, I saw like the headlines for it. So I got a I got a whiff of what that might have been or what that was supposed to look like uh, or whatever. But I'm with you. Yeah. So that that kind of took my attention. But you know, all I was thinking about is once we get put in a position to literally impact large groups of people, that. We have a responsibility. Yes. We have a responsibility, for and, sure. Uh, and uh, and I want to make sure that we, well, I know we'll continue it, but just with how, you know, how people will take words and run with it. That's why I constantly try to. Because people, people are very uh, soundbite-ish. And then they, again. It's cool you because, you know, see, see, this is every week. If, every week if, I come in here and if, I try to do it. If, when, yeah. they, when, they, when they hear things or when people are talking. We was, we were talking the other day about conversation and how people will, you know, ready to listen to, to, so they can just say they can respond or whatever. And a lot of times people will want to take on information and they act like, that little piece that they got right there and they don't want to wait to hear the end of it. Like, um, for example, uh, what's the, what's the quote? Um, when it says uh, Jack of all trades, master of none, master of none. Do you know the rest of the quote? No, I don't see. That's the thing. Well, I, like I've only heard that. I never knew it was a, like a quote longer than that. So it's though, uh, though oftentimes, uh, better than a master of one. So what happens is people have heard this quote, but they only heard the first half of it. And if you hear the second half, it gives it a completely different meaning. What was the second part? Though, though often, though oftentimes better than a master of one. Okay. Oftentimes better than a master of one. So Jack of all trades, master of none, though oftentimes better than a master of one. I might have a word off here or there, but it's something to that effect. Uh But the point is, Somebody heard the first half and was like, oh, that sounds good. I know. That's me. And they forgot about the other half. So if people were to go back and read the literature, they would see that that's not what they were trying to say. And that happens in a lot of things, right? It happens when people are reading biblical scriptures and things of this nature. And you you take it and you turn it and you make it fit your agenda or your want or your situation and, and whatnot. So, yeah, man. But but what you're talking about with these brothers um, that actually kind of leans into what I wanted to talk about today. And I wanted to, I wanted to focus on trauma. Okay. Um, so trauma, like things that, things that we face. Right. So when we, when we looking at it, right. Um, I'm talking about uh, uh, police brutality. I'm talking about COVID um, people being, being without jobs. I'm talking about um, uh, Sandra Bland. I'm talking about Breonna Taylor. Uh, we could go back to, uh, What's the brother's name in California? Rodney King. Oh, yeah. Um, but this, this this sort of thing. And so and when I talk about the trauma piece, what I'm saying is like, I don't I don't know if people actually realize what what effect what we're ex, what we're being exposed to, how, you know, how, how that has an effect on us. Right. And and what I mean is when I grab my phone, if. I don't I, on my on my main phone. I don't even have Instagram and YouTube and Facebook anymore. I don't even I don't even do it. There's nothing on there. That's dope. Nothing. No. There's there's news, information, things of email, whatever. Might maybe a game or two, but nothing related to social media is on the phone that I carry every day anymore. So I don't know. It's just it's just what it is. But if I do grab my phone that has 
my Instagram or, you know, whatever, YouTube. Um, it's right there in front of me. I'm seeing black men be killed in the streets or, or, or black women and killed by people in positions of authority. Um, and speaking with uh, speaking of that, it's like what I don't see is uh, not that I want to see it, but how, how often do we see white people in the news when it comes to, to murders and, 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 and dead by like Sandy hook, for example, who's that? The, this is the school where the shooting occurred. There was a shooting. I mean, this is back before. Yeah. The Sandy hook uh, elementary elementary school. I, well, I don't remember the names anymore. I, please forgive me. Yeah. yeah I, no, I, not a, that's the name of the school. Yeah. No, I get right. it now, but I didn't remember. But, the name. but what I mean is like, when we talk about us in the streets, we're having live broadcasts while the murder is actually happening. Yeah. And I'm not advocating for like, yo, we need to put white people in the news. I'm not saying that, but it's just when I talk about the trauma and I can only speak about the trauma as, as a black man and how I experience it or what I witness. And what I see is that a lot of us are, are losing our lives and it's being put on display for the whole world to see. Did you watch Van Lathan and Michael Rappaport? No. Oh, my gosh. What, what you're talking about. And what? I didn't understand it until I heard them say it. But Van Lathan and... They his, got a podcast together? Van Lathan, no, has a podcast. Oh, okay. Now he has a co-host Van, with the young Van lady. Lathan is the one that was with TMZ. TMZ. The, the Kanye. <laughs> he, he invited okay. Michael Rappaport. Okay. And he was like, look, he was asking some real questions. Because, you know, Michael Rappaport feels like <clears throat> I'm trying to be a voice... Because I don't feel like the media is accepting uh, the important parts of the things that's going on in our neighborhoods. Right. And Van Lathan was like, I would like for you to stop showing black videos on your page. He was like, that black girl that got shot, he was like, stop. He was like, I don't see you on your page promoting other white people fighting or he was right. like, I'm just putting stuff that that I feel like people need to see. He was like, well, stop putting our stuff out there. We already got enough to vid the media right. showing this point. Now you want to be on our side and then keep doing the stuff that we have a problem with. Right. And I never understood that until I, I just kept listening because I was like, Michael Rappaport is doing it ignorantly. It's not his intent. Right, right. He really feels like he's trying, trying to. to yeah, right. but he doesn't realize that. There's already so many other people that's doing that. So you need right. to do it in a more effective way. It's oversaturating. Yeah. And, and I and I think that this is what this is what adds to the to the trauma. So I want to go in on this, but like, but I think that this is what adds to the trauma because we can't escape it, right? I'm I'm done. Me personally, I'm done watching slave movies. I'm done. I have a grasp on the history. Mm -hmm. I have an understanding. I'm good. You know, like I, I want to see I want to see things that are going to be in in a more uplifting light, and I understand. I'm not saying that we should not pay attention, that we should we should not talk about, we should not educate, we should not take action against any of these injustices that are being committed across our people, right? And when I say our people, I'm talking to everybody, not just the color of us, but all minorities, because it seems like the minorities are the ones that get the shine in, in, in the ugly alleyway. What do you mean? Because that, because what we're just talking about, because saying we're the we're always on screen. I don't I don't ever see anybody. Anybody else is not a minority on on the news 
in the news, rather, or however you want to look at it, where they're being highlighted for the murders or whatever is going on in their neighborhood. It's mm. like you say, it's always us. Name the last time that you turned on the news and you saw a video of a white man being shot by the cops or a, a murder happening you know, in, a, in, a, in a white neighborhood, predominantly, predominantly white neighborhood. Name the last time you saw that. It has to be something ridiculous for them to put it on. There. Right. You're and, right. And, and and what we do see, what, what what do we see? We see white people doing stupid stuff. You got to watch um, whatever, whatever funny news, this and this. Uh, uh, a white woman marries a tree. A uh, 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 white man wrestled an alligator in Florida. It's like, what? What are, what, are you, what are you talking about? Everything related to us that overtakes the media, especially in the last two years, yeah. is all harsh it is and it promotes the trauma that we experience as black people as mixed people as asian people as uh, latinos as whatever like it's it's all on us and i'm sick of it but the part that i i really want to touch on though is what those effects look like right like like we'll go off the top with you you are obviously well i won't even say obviously i say obviously because i know but you are half korean yes there was Koreans that would be see, and this this is another thing, right? Like Koreans be if if there was a report of white people being beat up just because they were white people, you might hear about it on the news, but you're not gonna see the footage from a hotel camera across the street over and over and over and over and over again, coming across your Instagram stories, going up to your Facebook feed, being on Twitter and being retweeted and rehashed and whatever the hell they do. You're not gonna see that. White woman was slain in an alley in New Jersey, da 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 da, more tonight at six. And they're just gonna talk about it. You might get an interview of somebody, oh, Susan was amazing. I don't know why somebody would do this to her. Um, you know, we all loved her here in the community. She was, you know, <laughs> and when I moved in, you know, she made cookies and it was it was wonderful. And they were chocolate chip and and my wife Helen knows I just love some chocolate chip. <laughs> but if it's us. Yeah. We're not only talked about because we're in the media or it's, it's recorded, right? And maybe we do some of this to ourselves, but I think that's a part of the trauma. I think that we're looking at it like record, record, record. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to protect yourself. And even when we record everything and we protect ourselves, it still doesn't work in our favor. You get what I'm saying? I, I do. I think... <clears throat> You made you made some some valid points on how we're depicted in the media. Mm -hmm. I, I think that we're such an we're in a mind state where we feel like if we get the right video, that it could go viral and change our life. It's like a lottery. And now you got everybody trying to hit this lottery. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't think about it the way you said it, like as far as the the notoriety of other ethnic groups versus ours. Mm. And I wonder, I want to ask you, do you think that the media is doing it intentionally or it just happens to, it just, these are the way the cards fail. I think it's a part of the PTSD and a part of the trauma associated with all of it. Because we're so, like you said about the mind state, we're in such, we're in, we're, we're in such a place mentally where we're probably thinking, and even myself included, if I saw this black woman being beaten by a cop and I'm just happened to be walking by, I'm like, oh, I need to record this because 
somebody got to record it because we got to have evidence. We got to have proof. We got to have this instead of maybe trying to help, which I also know. What is that? Right, right, right. right. That's what I was going to say. But this is why I say it's a part of the PTSD and a part of the trauma, because we know that if we try to help, we might end up like Mr. Castillo or or or, or or George Floyd, you get what I'm saying? So we know that. So so it's it's like a it's almost like a traumatic catch twenty two, you know what I'm saying? Because we're like, I want to help, so I need to record the video. We don't even know because it's the only way mm-hmm. I can help. Because if the other way I help is by going over and physically helping, I might end up like the other person, which is why I want to catch a video because I'm trying to help. It's catch 22. Like, what do you do? But I think with what you're saying, I think that's just like with the police, I'm just going to film. But I'm talking about the other things that bring the trauma, like uh, the the violence that is portrayed on there is because like, like you said, if I saw some guys fighting in the street, do I pull out my phone or do I go try to break it up? So it's like, what what position do you like? You see that this shouldn't be happening. Right. But. Do you put yourself in danger as far as being maybe? A- but and and I'm glad you said because I think that the way that the media has portrayed us, it has now put us. And when I say us, I'm talking about minorities. It has now put us in a position where a lot of us fear us. Yo, yeah. You get what I'm saying? So we're like, is that 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 dude over there? He's not. He's beating on this woman. Like, yo, John, let's, yo, come on, bro. Let's do it. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. He might be carrying. Because what we see in the media is, and what we know about that neighborhood is, this is what they do. Well, why do we know that? Because back in the day, it wouldn't have been like that. What do you, do you I, think that's good, though? I'm not saying, wait, 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 which part? What, what do I think is good? The fact that we hold back and we don't know what this dude holding? Or no, I'm saying, like, regardless, you don't, what if he isn't holding and, he just turns the energy toward you. No, what I mean is, I mean, that's something else. But what I'm talking about is the way that we approach way, it, the way that we've been affected mm-hmm. dictates how we approach. Definitely. Or that we don't. And what I'm saying is like th- th- there was one there was a I, I forget what it was, but I think it was the, some riots somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, there might not even been riots. It might have been just a police helicopter like looking down. And I think this was in the news again, us in the news. And the police helicopter was going and it was looking down and it was showing the the car that they were stopping. Right. So the helicopter is recording the police stop. And so they're, they're looking over and they're like, oh, oh the car stopped. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I, these weren't the exact words, but you'll get the gist. And they're like, oh, oh the car stopped. And they're like, OK, because, the, you know, they're reporting it. Right. Oh, it looks like he's, they're pulling him out. They're pulling him out. Oh, wait, he's trying to run. Wait, wait OK, they got him down. OK, he's on, he's on the side. Wow, that's a big one. He's a gorilla. That one. You see what I'm saying? And it's like the way that we're portrayed in the media. The, the adjectives that they describe. Right. It's like it's like we're so monstrous and like we're just we're just out to whatever. And this this trauma, you know what I'm saying? So now little kids watching the news after seeing this over. Our trauma is on replay, fam. Our trauma is Netflix mm. in life. You get what I'm saying? I it's do. on replay. So now you got little kids that are seeing that of any color. And now they have the idea that, oh, this is this is what they are. This is this is how they are. Even let's take it to the fantasy world. Right. Break away from real life for a second. Uh When you watch a movie and you see a black dude in the movie and they're in the streets of Compton, most likely he's a gang member. 
when you watch a movie and you see a Mexican person somewhere in Los Angeles, most likely his role in the movie, gangster, vato. Huh? You know what I'm saying? When you watch a movie and you see an Italian dude in the movie, probably a part of the mafia. He's going to give you some kind of offer that you can't fucking refuse. <laughs> Forget about it. But you get what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, when you see a Russian, right? They've got the very thick Russian accent and they're a part of whatever the Russian whatever is. KGB. Boom. KGB. There you go. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? So, yes, this is fantasy. But fantasy is also a part of real life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the same reason why, and I'm not even going to name the country, but you'll know what I'm talking about when I say it. It's the same reason why, as a black man, you can see someone in a certain country all over the world. Mm-hmm. But a certain country, and when they realize that you're from America and that you're a black man, instead of saying, hello, how are you? It's, yo, what's up, bro? This is MTV talking. This is movies talking. This is the way that we've been portrayed in the media. It's, it's, it's a great point that you're saying. Like, uh, when we went to uh, Hong Kong, okay. we stopped in... Ni hao. I don't know what that means. <laughs> she. <laughs> when we went to Hong Kong, we stopped in the Philippines. Okay. Uh, it was a slayover. A slayover. A slayover. But I had my. Slayover? Layover. It's a slayover. Oh, there's a slayover. I was like, oh, no. they slaying so the stupid. I had my hat cocked to the side. And it, you could see these Filipino guys walking from the back, and you know they they you could tell that they've watched TV, mm. and they was like, "What's up, bro?" I was like, "What up, though?" And everybody was like, "Oh, oh," <laughs> because they had this idea that all of us yeah. are cool like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, you know, I don't have a problem with it because you know they. They watch what they watch, right. but it's how they portray us in the States. You're absolutely right. And it's it's all over, man. It's, it's like that. All right. But what I was going to ask you when I brought up the Asian piece, right, uh-huh. is obviously you being half Korean, your children being mixed. And most recently in the news, we have Asian people. Mm-hmm. Usually they were older, if I'm not mistaken, that were being beaten because people were trying to say things like, you know. They, they brought coronavirus over from China and oh, yeah. this whole thing. How, how do you help protect your children or give them the tools to, to, to work with, with the potential trauma from such a thing? Because they're old enough to see this and understand what's going on. So, like, how do you work that? So, it's a really good question also. Um, because I never thought about it the way you looked at it. But our kids don't watch TV. Okay. They don't watch news. They only like do what they do. You know what I'm saying? And they're not social media kids. Do they watch Diverse Clarity? No. Wow. It's it's over their head. They're not there yet. You know, they like mm-hmm. they like Minecraft and <laughs> like Ameri- uh, uh I don't know, a little what academic. You about to say Mary Kate Nashley? No, no. <laughs> no. I can't think of the show that my 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 daughter loves. But um they're into what they're into. I got you. So, but uh, the wife said, you know, we should have more conversations with our kids to let them know because they're oblivious. Mm. Like, they just know what we tell them. And if they, they run into something, they say, did y'all know this happened? But I don't know the impact. But 
the impact, like how we're, we're, well, it's almost normalized for us at this point. Part of the trauma that we're talking but about. But I'm saying yes. with my kids, when they hear about those things, they are like tormented. Like, what's going on? Why do they treat us like this? Right. So it's not to the point where, oh, another one's dead. They haven't gotten to that because they have not been in it. You know what I'm saying? So right. talking to them, to me, for them to not get traumatized, we have to treat it like it's fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like this is just on TV. But do you, um, not that I'm questioning your your parenting style, but do you think that that's healthy for them or have they hit a point now where it's like, okay, they're, they're, they're to the point where we need to start now talking to them about it, but like being oblivious. Well, see, okay. They know what respect is. So yeah. they're not going to do, I told them they're not allowed to disrespect any adult, even if they're being disrespected. Right. I said, you have to tell your parents because that's our job to protect you. Okay. Wait, hang on. I'm sorry. Let me, let me rephrase. Do you think that your children being mixed uh-huh. specifically Asian would have a fear that they could get beat up. No. Just no. because you get what I'm saying? I do. And, and this is what I mean by the trauma. They're seeing older people of a certain ethnic background, right? Or nationality. Yes. Being beaten up just because. Yeah, they don't know about that. Because we have that fear. I have that fear. Yeah, I mean, I have that fear I, of being pulled over. I have been. I've but been in some situations. And our experience is so much longer than theirs. Right. They, they can't run from it, but right. we're going to allow them to be kids until they're no longer allowed to be kids. Right. We Because you can't be a kid again. Okay. In fairness, there have been some kids that have been subject to these types of traumatic incidents. Oh, yeah. Right. Do you think, and I'm just asking in general, not necessarily about, but do you think it's, it's good that even though children are children because of the times that we're in, do you think that it's a good idea to educate them, give them the tools and let them know about things to look out for, areas that they might want to avoid? Because even though they're children and they're living in the innocent, the innocence of being a child right now, mm-hmm. that innocence won't protect them from the terror that is on the streets. Yes. That doesn't care about their innocence and is only looking at where they're from or where they think they're from because of how they look. I'll give you an example. No, they, they look black. <laughs> so let's put it that way. But black people are still being tra- uh, Trayvon Martin. So it's not just about being Asian. I mean, I know. You know I, I want to tell you. Yeah. So my son, when we they first left, my right. son was riding a bus, city bus, to school, and this my my son was devastated by this this uh, event. So a, a, a older guy was like, "What's up, little nigga?" <laughs> And my son didn't say anything to him. He was just like, you don't speak to strangers, right? He was like, F you little B. He did that to my son, right? And my son, when he got to my mother, I mean, to, to his mother, my wife, and she, she said, like, she was hot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you can't keep that. That's got to happen at some point. Right. Because he needs to know that there's people out there like that. But it was one of those things. I can't protect them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you have to understand that there's people out there. Come, they come from a different place. Mm. So you can't like we have to teach them to be able to hold in their emotions because he was devastated. 
He couldn't understand why a grown man was disrespectful that looked like him was disrespectful because he didn't speak. But me and my wife talked about it was like I think about it. go ahead. That was just like you have to be cordial. That's respectful. Like you just acknowledge somebody, you don't have to com- continue conversations, but he feels awkward talking. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it was like I'm just going to be quiet. But then when he was called a B word, he was like, golly, I got to do this. I got to go to school like this. Well, what I was going to ask is when I say like the tools, the two survival tools, mm-hmm. right? That's when we learned that we had to like, we got to prepare them for something. You know okay. Cause, saying? cause I was going to say like, in that case, one of the tools that's in the belt is just smile and nod and hopefully he'll just, you know, well, that's what, well, and it might not have got to the little B part. You, you get what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not oh, yeah, blaming, yeah, yeah. I'm not blaming oh, yeah, him, yeah, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, Maybe if he had the tool belt Correct. that said, just we, smile we, and nod. But we didn't know. Well, this is why I asked the question. Do oh, yeah, you, yeah. Do yeah. you think? But, but so we've, that, we've spoken to them since then. This yeah. was like a couple of years ago. That's when right. she and I decided we, we're going to have to talk to them a little more because right. they're in the wild, wild west, literally now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like that is our job. But at the same time, stuff that comes on television they don't really get to see it like we see it because they don't care about Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, none of that. So they don't get to see it like kids get to like where it becomes regular. Well, what do you think about when it comes to to the racial aspect within our own families, right? Um, I mean, we we know how I feel about the N-word or whatever. And it's not like I'm about to go out and just like start punching people or nothing like that, but just just respect me and call me. I have a name. You can call me that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, and uh, there's a bunch of other things you can call me, whatever. But, uh, John, you can call me John. John D. <laughs> Word. <laughs> the habitual thought challenger. But what I, what I'm, what I'm looking at is inside the family also where it can be confusing, right? Because that guy on the bus or the train, or bus, sorry, bus, train, bus, on the bus, that could have been an uncle, that could have mm-hmm. been a cousin. And what I was going to say when I was pointing at you or whatever, I thought you was about to say it, is you said something about him being disrespectful, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the, the guy yes. being disrespectful. But I'm thinking, if that's how he grew up, that's not disrespectful. He's saying hello in the most loving way that he can to a young black boy that just got on the bus. Well, no, no. He's, well, he started out, he said, what's up, little nigga? Right. But, but then when but, he didn't respond, he said, then F you, right, little. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying, though. That part. Uh-huh. The, the what's up little n-word yeah right he was i'm just oh yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. i'm playing devil's advocate here no I, but i was being respectful he was i, I get was that. i was just hey this is how i talk to my little nephews sure. and my oh, son yeah. and i and got whatever. it yeah, right yeah, you I know what i'm saying it. so but this is what i mean so when i say like being in the families right so we talk about things like that where it could have been a relative or even if it came to like uh who you date in the family yeah. right oh this black family we don't mess with no white people Oh, this this is a Mexican family. We don't we don't go outside of this. You know what I'm saying? I understand. We're we're Indian, but we're we're American Indian. You know, and, and I'm I'm talking about Native American. India. No, I'm talking about India. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, because they be on the reservation. They'll mess with us no way. <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about. The, but you know, but we're we're Indian. We're American Indian. We just we're here and we don't mess with you know whatever. You stay to your own. Yeah. So it's just like, like when you have that in your family, that. I believe is also a part of trauma that bleeds over because let's just say I'm, I'm, I'm an Indian guy, uh-huh. right? I'm from India, but I'm, a, oh, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. My family is from India. Yes. And let's say I'm first generation American, American, right? And my family has told me as I'm a little boy, as I've turned into a young man, 
we don't date outside of our race. Yes. And because we don't like them because they're like this and we don't like them because they're like this and we don't mess with them because you see what they say in the news about them. You stay with your own. Yeah. Now, me as a young man growing up into manhood, I might go into the world with this with, with this with this thought of these individuals. And I think it's something where it's like this awful domino effect. Because me as that young Indian boy that then turns into an Indian man might actually have a business. And guess who I'm probably not going to hire because my family told me, don't date these people because oh, yeah. this is how they are. I, get it. I don't care what their resume looks like or curriculum vitae or whatever for the people in Europe. So I don't care what this CV looks like. I don't care what this resume looks like. I know what my parents told me when I was a kid. And this is You only whatever. know what you know. Exactly. This is a part of the trauma. And then, then you have people who learn better. I mean, there's been people who have been KKK and then come out of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all they knew. They didn't see any black people. And when they did, I'm not even going to add to the trauma of what they might've seen them kind of situation. They might've seen them in. So think about those that come out of it. Like you're talking about, right? Just even the KKK, right? It's still difficult for us to believe. We think that they're trying to trick us. What you mean? Like if a, like he was like he used to be. In oh a, yeah yeah yeah. The, the trauma with the trauma. Yeah, that's the trauma. You can't that's, even believe somebody's doing better. This is what I'm saying, <laughs> and that's why I feel like the the, the therapists are going to need <laughs> therapy, and those therapists are going to need therapy, yes. and so on and so forth. Because it's really bad when you're so messed up and you don't even realize it. This is, and we have it. On a level where people can see it, and we call it an intervention. Yes. Right? And the people are in this situation, and they don't realize how bad they are. And then all the people that love them come together and say, you know, John has really got to stop wearing them socks. Um, <laughs> we've been trying to talk to him. He's he's going online, buying them at night. He's finding Amazon Prime deals. He's going to Alibaba. He's, he's, he ain't even eating. He turned down a steak and lobster dinner the other day because he was trying to buy another pair of them socks. Intervention. <laughs> and then we sit you down. You come in and you think it's a little gathering and we're all here. We're like, John, we just want to talk to you today. Um, the purchasing of the socks is getting out of control. And you're like, what? Well, I don't have a problem. I'm I'm fine. I put my best foot forward. I'm fine. <laughs> in these socks. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But like we don't realize it until it's intervention time. Yeah. And what do we do if there's no one around us to point out that we need an intervention? Be crazy. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The like, bro, I was thinking about this and it was just like, yo, we gotta, we gotta talk about it. It I, not that we're gonna have a solution, but I probably want to do some more, read some more, and then come back to the topic another time. And I don't know what we can do, but I want to do something to just get people to start thinking about it. That's crazy oh, oh, oh. because I haven't even thought about it until now. Like, that's real. But, you know, but we're to a point right now where we don't even... Re we're so delusional. We're so delusional that we we are caught up in the trauma and we get to a point... I'm I'm included in this. We come to a point where it's like a certain subject comes up. He'd be like, fuck it, I don't care how they think I feel. And you know you're wrong. You know you're wrong. But you're like, whatever. Yeah. It, 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 this is how I am. This is just me. And that's that used to look. That, and it's just like, whoa. So, so that did that, that look. Oh look. I'm looking, Linda. <laughs> now I need you to understand, like, um, 
that around 27, 28, I became a really good a-hole. Like, I was legit a-hole. Like, I thrived off. It was a badge of honor, right? And in my head, I felt like people was like, John, you so comfortable within yourself. Like, you know, you just give it what it is. Right. I really I, I began, began to feed into that, like, this is who I am, so I'm mm. going to shine with who I am. Mm. But going through this journey, I realized that that was a defense mechanism from growing up, and I just got really good at it. So at 27, 28, the people around me made me feel like that's who I was. Right. And I'm traumatized because... I did that to get out of what I was to be able to survive. And when you hear it so much, it's like, yeah, that's who I am. We do that to ourselves too. But, but, but you don't know. Right. Unless you said some people around you say, Hey, no, no, no. Sometimes, you know, sometimes that's, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes people know when it is like, yeah, that's just me. Well, that's what, no, that's what I'm saying. But you don't know if you say that's you. No, you're choosing to be you because Mm. you, it, 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 you, you created that over time. Right. But nobody showed you how to not be that. Right. Okay, 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 okay. That's okay. what I'm telling you, me. But sometimes people know better. Some, ah, sometimes people, I've been no. in that situation with myself before. Sometimes people that you know, know better. And I know you, I know better and I'm like, I don't care. Is it pride? Maybe. Yeah, so. Do. Maybe. But, but either way, regardless of the, regardless of the cause of the symptom, I'm still sick. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's like, if I'm still sitting there saying, but, oh, but you, but I don't you, care what they think. But you could get over it. A lot easier than somebody who just says, no, that is me. Agreed. I mean, yeah, okay. No credit to myself, but it's just saying anybody could. Yeah. If if you're in a position where you can recognize what the problem is, what they say when, when you go to therapy is like uh, recognizing that or admitting or conceding that you have a problem is, is, is the part, first, step. first step to yeah. recovery or, you know, rehabilitation, yeah. whatever it is that you need. So, yeah. But so I think that somebody that can say it, like knowingly say it and believe it, you're closer to recovery or rehabilitation yes. than you think yeah. versus somebody who was delusional and they have no freaking clue. So I don't know. All right. So how do you feel then when it comes to, do you think we should be in a mode of forgiveness? Like me personally, I feel like black people are always or minorities, but I'm speaking as a black man, black people are always like turning the other cheek, you know, trying to understand where they're coming from. We're too forgiving, you saying as a Right. People. Like, for example, um, what was the gentleman's name? Uh, Christian Cooper. Bird watcher. That was in New York, right? Yeah. It was Central Central Park. So, Christian. And I think the lady that called the cops on him, I think her last name was Cooper as well. Like Amy Cooper or Alex <laughs> Cooper or something. I think so. I know what you're talking about. So, but yeah. So, the bird watcher, uh-huh. right? He was quite forgiving. Um, in the, So... My question is, do you think that a part of for us to heal and to work through this trauma that in some instances we don't even realize, like, do we need to start forgiving and and stop being so combative or or ready to take action against? And I'm not saying I agree with one or the other, but I'm asking, like, do you think that's a better way to handle it? To forgive? To forgive. Like the one young brother, uh, I think the cop killed the his older brother and then in the courtroom she got sentenced to jail but then in the courtroom he asked if he could give her a hug or something like that and everybody was in an uproar so i want you so i've i've looked at that in so many different ways okay um i truly believe that we're forgiving people because we're trying to show people how to live you know what i'm saying it's like it it takes too much energy to be mad at things you can't control right so if you can forgive somebody 
like you already know that's the bigger way to do it. And a lot of people don't want to take the high road mm -hmm. because they don't know how to. They would rather be angry than to have people judge them on a decision they made. Like when I forgive people, it's not for anybody else other than myself. Right. It's not even for this person. I'm just letting you know I forgive you because you didn't know any better. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to live with this. If you did something to me to forgive you, if you don't forgive this person, that's pride and ego. But I will say this. There's been conversations I've had where people say black people forgive too much and we need to start being angry. And and I can't say I disagree with that. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't know what that looks like. The last time I can say that we were angry was probably in the 60s with Black Panthers and the Nation of Islam. Like they started to uh, to be a, more of a force. Revolt, yeah. yeah. So to see that now, I don't see how they can do it because they control the narration of everything. And even then, they weren't even messing with white people. They created this idea that Right. We are fighting with force. We were just saying we're not playing these games anymore. Well, we already know that the plan, the playing field is not equal. Correct. Because Correct. what happened at the Capitol? Oh, there's no way that a group <laughs> of black people could have done that and walked away to home or to jail. They, they would have been killed. They would have bombed the Capitol. They would have bombed the Capitol, bro. Like to get rid of whatever was going on there. Let they, me ask you they, a question they, on that. So yeah. white people are traumatized, too, though. I'll say that because okay. uh, being white, like like I watched this 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 comedian the other day. He was like, "Last year was a bad time to be a white dude in America." <laughs> he was like, "Because the people <laughs> looking at you, like, which white guy are you?" Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was like, "You you you don't think about that until you're in the situation." He was like, "I don't I don't really be thinking about stuff like that." And then when it happens to you, you be like, "Dang, they think I'm one of them." Like, I'm not one of these white guys, but we don't see because like somebody said, if it's uh, 10 snakes in a box and three of them don't bite, which one are you going to grab? You're going to kill them all. We don't know who the snake is. I, I, I find it hard to I find it hard to feel sorry for. I recognize what you're saying. And, I, and, and, and you're right. I <laughs> What? The ego of pride <laughs> I, is talking right nah, now. Nah, bro. I I, I kind of look at it like the way that when um when people try to explain Black Lives Matter, right? Mm -hmm. And and probably one of the best explanations. And there's a lot of different examples of this type that were out there. It's like we're talking about a neighborhood, and in that neighborhood, you've got one house that's on fire, and that's what we're focused on right now. Right. As in Black Lives Matter. So mm -hmm. the, the focus was there. I can appreciate that. In this neighborhood, Black Lives Matter, there is a house that is completely engulfed in flames. And I can understand that down the street, somebody's got a small kitchen fire with a skillet. The fire trucks, <laughs> I'm telling you, are probably going to go to the house that's fully engulfed. And at best, they're probably going to protect the one that's next to it. They're going to put up what we call a fire curtain. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we want to make sure that we don't let the fire spread Correct. to the other ones while we also try to maintain what's going on here. You down the street with your skillet, white people you're talking about, just cover the thing with a lid. And, you know, if you got some smoke inhalation or whatever, we'll send a medic down there to check you out. The focus right now is the minorities yeah. of the United States. 
I'm not saying that we're the only ones that experience trauma or injustices yeah. in the United States, but by far we are the ones that are experiencing it the most. The worst. And 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 in and, and a repetitive nature. You know what I'm saying? Like it's we can't we can't even breathe. It's every day there's something else. Now, I will say that I don't think that this is new. And I think anybody watching and listening, and thank you for those who are, this is nothing new. I think that the time that we are in has now helped to make this more widely known. Yes. Because in 1997, in 1985, in, in, in 2001, people were not Instagram tweeting and Facebook, whatever. It wasn't the social media error. Yeah. You weren't getting your news from people who are not reporters, but just happen to own a phone that has internet on it. Because now this is how people are getting their news. Yeah. And it's in your face. It took time. If somebody was murdered from a traffic stop, if it made the news. I was about to say, like, if how, it made how many the news. people do you think really died without social media? Right. So now it's like being living, living outside of the U.S. I have been asked several times, what's going on in America? Why are they why are they starting to do this to all the all the black people? And it's just like <laughs> start. Wait, wait, what are you what are you talking about? Yeah, I was on Twitter the other day and and this and that and this and that and this. And it's just like it's been going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I haven't heard anything about it. Now it seems to be like everywhere. So are smartphones. Smart dummy. Like, really? Like what the Come on, man. Like, like, do you think Ignorance must be bliss. No, I'm it sorry. Is. I have no I have no sympathy for people that don't live in the country. I have no sympathy for somebody to think that overnight police brutality and killing black people in America just started. You only know what you know. And yeah, now but bruh. We, well, come on. Come on. So you how, come on, really? Like nah, man. If, I, if, I you, if you don't understand that, then you you're you're uh you 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 need to remove your blinders. Who? You. What blinders do I have? Because you saying like if somebody says like, hey, what's going on in America? I'm talking about the assumption that it's happening overnight. Yeah. I, I listen to words. And when people say But everybody why, why? don't mean what they say. We all Well, then they need to they need they need to work on the communication. They need to take their blinders off and read a dang book to help them with their grammar. Because if you tell me what started What if they don't speak English as a first language? Look, man, I'm not getting into <laughs> Well, I'm just saying it seems like you're mad at people for not, not understanding. No, I'm not mad. All I'm saying is I'm not holding anybody's hand to, to understand something. That's what white people feel like. They don't need to hold our hands in the States. They, they busy beating on it. What do you mean no, they don't need no, to hold no, it? What are you I'm, talking about? I'm saying that everybody can help everybody. Like you don't like right now what I hear is that you're tired. You don't got time to be educating nobody. Else. No, I don't. I'm, That's I'm, what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm too busy trying to make sure that I, I'm on my toes. I'm too busy trying to make sure that my family is good. I'm too busy trying to make sure that I keep my job. I'm too busy trying to make sure that I live my life in a world where I'm not privileged. So I'll be damned if I'm worried about somebody or I'm trying to help somebody when I don't have the time to do that. When their assumption is black people just started getting their ass kicked by the government or police or whomever. So tell me this. You know what I'm saying? Is, 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 is there a uh, is there um, um, black violence from police officers in Europe? Is that a thing? Not to the level of what we have in the U.S. I didn't ask that. I said, is it a thing? A thing? What do you mean by a thing? A thing as far as. Uh, 
police officers be beating up on black people in it, any any other country? No, I, I, I get it, but is it yeah. because they're black? Uh, okay, yeah. my point is, yeah. if somebody from Europe, one of the countries say, man, this is a serious situation. Like, you need to pick up a book. You're not white. What, what do you mean? You just focused on your country. Like, like people don't be focused on it. No, and, no but here, here, here's the difference. I don't care. You, and and let, me, let me, I get what you're saying. What I mean is, I haven't looked into it enough to care about it. But if they're looking into it and they're watching all these videos that we're talking about. It just happened overnight, you said. But, so they haven't that, had. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, is the words that they're using is this. But what I mean is. They're if, misunderstood. If, 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 if you're someone who is scrolling through social media, mm-hmm. right? Not an American. Scrolling through social media, watching all these black people be beat up and killed and this and that and whatever. You get what I'm saying? You're doing this level of searching. But mm-hmm. then you want to come to be like, yo, what? What's going on? They they starting to do this over in the U.S. What is this? Like, if you truly cared, you get what I'm saying? Uh-uh. No, no. I if feel you, like I feel like you, you're traumatized right now. Like you're you're putting a responsibility on somebody who's asking a simple question as if do your research before you come talk to me. That's not, what it sounds like. What I'm saying is they're doing they're doing the research like everybody else. They're doing they're doing the research by what we're talking about the trauma that is out there, which isn't necessarily research. It's just what's being put on display. Yeah, no. So they come for and whatever ask, the agenda. But if is. they come ask you and you like, like, what do you mean this has been around? Don't like go do your research. The, to me, that's what I'm hearing from you. Maybe you don't mean to, hmm. but I'm saying like, if somebody asks you and you said all they doing is this, that's what everybody do. So you got to just imagine everybody's average. Right. But what I'm and that's that's fine. But what I'm saying is it's not for me to go and educate. Do you, do, do we, 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 we impact in with intent on diverse clarity. We like so when you're talking to people, it's practice for the show so we can like be able to communicate and help the masses to me coming from coming from someone who has been seeing that for his entire adult life. I'm tired. So speaking in 2021, yeah, I don't have the energy to educate them, period. Maybe I'll take time one day and I'm like, you know what? I got a little bit of whatever. No, this is this and da, da, da. And this is what's going on. But for it to be a constant thing, you know what I'm saying? You're talking to somebody that's been living abroad for 24 years. Mm-hmm. So what if you get, but you get what I'm saying though? I, so like I, I kind of get it, but I'm so saying it's it. like no. What I'm saying is I'm tired, and I recognize that I'm tired. And guess what? Me going through and explaining for me, I understand. And 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 you're right. And I am saying what you're saying. What I'm saying is I'm tired. That is my trauma speaking. For saying, sure. I'm tired of talking about it because because guess what? This is the you're, you're right. You're exactly right. And what I'm saying is this right here. What they're doing. When I have to go back and continue to explain to the next one, 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 I'm tired. Oh, I get it. So I, you, I, but you, but I, you get what I mean? I did. So it's I do. Like, I, it's wanted, like, I wanted you to yeah. know how that has impacted you also. Right. When you don't want to talk about it anymore for somebody right. who's not educated on it, that's the impact on us. Like, do we keep talking until we're tired? Right. And that's that's why I wanted to that's why I wanted to go with this. Like, where do you in the end, like, where do you think and how do you think we need to address this? Because on one side, I feel like. Just like we just said, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired of seeing it. Right. So there's this. I'm tired of looking at it. I'm tired of swiping and seeing this on my phone mm-hmm. or on YouTube or whatever the medium is. Right. But then on the other side, it's 
we got to educate them because the more people that was the, the commercial say, the more, you know, the more you grow. Right. Yeah. So you got to educate them because if you educate them, then, you know, when you know better, you do better. Maybe this will produce a change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then there's the other part where it's like, but I got to live my life. Totally get it. So I don't know. I don't know where you need, we you need, you need to find a balance. Right. I get it. So even even with this podcast, the idea is. I don't really want to. And I think we agreed on this, like we don't really want to talk about what's going on in the news every oh. single day. Oh, yeah. Because those topics get old and people can get that everywhere. Yeah. We want to talk about things. Here. Yeah, we're going to touch on it. Things that matter and something that don't. Exactly. We're going to touch on it. But it's like, not every day. We're not ABC, BBC, Al Jazeera, Fox News. We're not none of them. Right? CNN, yeah. whatever. We're none of them. Not saying that we're not going to touch on some of these subjects. Yeah. But we'll do it in a diverse and clear way. Definitely. You know? So. Try our best to. Yes. So, yeah. You're 100% right. Yes. I am saying. Nah, you going, I'm tired of talking. Yeah. You go and look it up. See, do I, have, I, I haven't gotten there. But it, but it's also. But I understand. Mm. I do. I do. Like, like. But it's like, I'm not saying that to everyone. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Not no. to everyone. But it gets to a point where, as my mother used to say when I was a boy, <laughs> I'm tired of talking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she going to start popping that butt. So, I'm tired of talking. It's like, I'm just, I'm tired. Like, just, you, you take the initiative. You see that there's a problem, Right. You evidently know how to read. You scrolling and swiping on all of this stuff. Go read something that's going to inform you instead of, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think when people ask American black people because they feel like we have a better um, perspective than what the media portrays. Right. Like um, even like with us, like before I met you mm -hmm. and if we had a conversation, I would ask you a few questions and I'd be like, oh. He ain't really black. Mm. Like maybe a few years before when I was really closed minded because I looked at black being this. I'm going to tell you, I was looking at like he hasn't experienced this, this and this. He he has done well. He's been abroad and all of this. And in my head, I'm like, you have to have these characteristics for you to be really black. And this is the ignorance within myself. Mm. And I'm like, you ain't even really black. I'm talking to myself and I'm realizing how I'm holding people accountable to this standard. And I didn't even grow up that way. I grew up in a in a yeah. tough way, but it wasn't the the, the quote unquote black way, like mm. soul food dinners and stuff like that. Right. Those happened at friends' houses, not at my house. You know what I'm saying? Like I did not live like that. And I realized as a child, I was able to disguise myself where people stay off me. Cause I got, I got, I was. I was tired. That's why I said I became an a-ho. I found out what could keep people off me, and I got really good at it. So even now thinking with what you're saying, like, I can't. That's why I told you I don't watch social media and news. Right. Because I'm tired. Because everybody's talking about it. It was like, what do you think about this? And you know what I love? I don't know what's going on. Like, even when you ask me, you try to remind me, I'm like, ah. Because if I don't know, you don't really want to talk to me about it. But if I do... You want to engage, and I don't want that energy. I mm. feel like there's so many other things. we. If I can't help, let's talk about something that we can impact on. Right. But if we're going to just talk about the trauma aspect of how we got here versus the cure, right. I don't need it. And that's, But that's what I mean. When I don't believe that anybody 
that would be asking about what's happening with black people, what's going on in the U.S. right now. And I don't believe that any of those people want something bad for us. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So as they're being an adult, I would, you know what I would appreciate more? For somebody to see something like that, swiping on it, and instead of just watching the videos of somebody being killed, you know what I mean, or the news report of somebody got murdered by the police or whatever the case is, see that, catch the name, and go look into it. You know what I mean? To understand what happened. Maybe come to me and say, hey, you know, I heard there's this group out in the city that, you know, they do this or da 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 related to this. And, you know, the, something like bring something to the table yeah. instead of what you swiped on by accident because of Google watching what you search and, you know, trying to tag you or uh, target you by ads or whatever the case is or just what popped up in your feed. I feel like it's more part of the problem. If you're a white person or whatever from another country other than the U.S. and you see it, don't you think we do too? I'm tired. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's why I was saying white people don't know because they're not in it. So Yeah, but it's common sense. That's, that's what I mean, though. Like, don't you, if, you're, if you have no connection to what's going on in the U.S. Uh -huh. You're from the Netherlands, yeah. okay? And you're scrolling on Instagram and you seeing this person kill, that person kill, this person on trial for this murder, this cop on trial for this, this cop got off for this, da 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 And you're all the way in the Netherlands and you have no idea what's going on because you're asking the question, yo, what's happening over there? If you're a white person in the Netherlands asking me that question and I'm a black person of America, don't you think... I see that already. Do you think that we ask an American white person the same question? I don't ask though. Are you talking about me specifically? No, I'm saying the Netherlands guy. Right. If they, like, I know they would ask. Oh, I don't know. I'm only speaking from my experience. I, I don't I, know. No, I, so, I can't even speculate. So, so I'm yeah. saying, like, when you go from to other countries, I don't think they look at the color aspect as much as country, like you're American. Right. Like, so... What's going on over there? But being that you're black and we're dying, it was like, when am I going to get another opportunity to talk to a black man I get from it. America? I get it. Which, you know. which, that 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 leads into the second part of what what we want to talk about with this. But we're going to do that in the next episode. There's going to be part two on this one for yeah? sure. So, um, so that's it for this joint. Yeah, <sighs> man, I enjoyed that. I'm getting hot, bro. It's like like. <laughs> But yo, check it out. He is John D. I am Omega. And this is Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. Stay tuned because uh, part two of this episode is coming up and we're going to talk about just what Mr. John D. was leaning into. Yeah? For sure. All right. Thank you all for watching.